Hello and welcome into episode number 62 of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I am your host, Jeremiah Johnson. As always, we exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. And today we are going to be talking about using your gifts. And before we dive into that, I just want to say thank you. Please like, share, subscribe, do all those things. Get the message, get the word out about the Grace Point Daily Podcast. So this is going to be a three-part series. Part number one, we're going to have a very special guest. Hop on in just a second, Zoe Johnson. Episode number two, Gabrielle Johnson. And then a roundup wrap-up, so to speak, together, all three of us. So here we go, diving in. Zoe Johnson. Zoe, welcome to the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Thank you. It's been a little while that Mm -hmm. you've been with us. You've been busy. What's going on in your life? A lot. Um, Swimming and church and a lot of fine arts and doing a lot of awesome stuff for God. All right. We'll get to the fine arts thing in just a second, but I want to talk about using your gifts. And I was pondering this the other day because I've been a follower of Jesus for a little over 20 years now, and I'm a pastor. I've been a worship leader. I do a lot of missions. I like podcasting. I play guitar. I kind of do some of these things, but I often hearken, hearken, I'm not hawking anything right now, but I hearken back to the days when I first became a follower of Jesus, and most of what I do right now, I didn't do. And so how did I get there? How did I discover my gifts? And sometimes I don't necessarily know how to communicate that, so I wanted to kind of just walk through that, and maybe our stories and our thoughts will help you. So along with that, Zoe and Gabrielle are going to give you their thoughts as well. So Zoe... Tell me, you were in this thing called Fine Arts just Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. What is that? Um, It is a program where a whole bunch of different Christian um, teenagers, we come together and they have a whole bunch of different categories that they participate and compete in. And then if you have like a certain score, you get to compete at nationals. And it's a really great environment to get to cultivate your talents. It's not super competitive, but it's, it's a really awesome experience. All right. So what did you compete in? I competed in five different categories. I did, our church did a worship dance, a drama, did piano, comedy, and a short sermon. So it was quite a few categories. Okay, so drama, dance, piano, comedy, and short sermon. Now, in this contest, there's a thing called what? If you get an invitation to nationals, right? Yeah, and then on top of that, you can get a merit award if you're like, First place. All right. So in all five categories, dance, drama, piano, comedy, short sermon, you got an invitation to the national competition. Yes. In all five of them. And then you also won the merit award in dance and comedy, dance and comedy. Okay. So there's five different things, which means you're pretty talented. You're pretty gifted, right? So we can maybe say that. So you've been in this competition, you won awards, you did a really good job. But how did you how did you get good at all this stuff? Well, one thing is in church, like most of it I had to learn because there was a need in church. Piano, there's a need always a need on the worship team. Comedy was something I never saw in myself before. Never thought of myself as a funny person. Um short sermon. I was never the talker in the family. Um, but then I tried doing sermons. And it's all stuff that I really think was all cultivated in a church environment. And without that, I don't think I would have had most of the experience that I do have now. Okay. So you brought up a couple really good points that we're going to go back to. But dance, drama, piano, comedy, short sermon, were any of these things that you did as a kid or... 
um, aspired to do? Piano, I had always done. Dance, um, the rest of it was really all just for church, a church dance team. Drama, I did drama when I was younger, but most of it I learned in a church environment. Okay. And do you like doing all these things or these forced things or? Uh, piano was forced, but now I enjoy it. And the rest of them, they're all things I love and I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. So you brought up some good points that I didn't even have in my notes that we're going to walk through here together. So the first thing that you brought up is that you learn these in a church environment. So this is a common practical thing that we encourage everyone. Church is a great place mm -hmm. to use your gifts. Yeah, I think it's great, especially not growing up in a huge church, but not a super small church where I can use my talents and in a lot of different ways where I, in other places, I wouldn't have been able to use. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not here to put down small, medium, large, mega churches. I think they're all valid. I think they're all useful. My story is funny in terms of one thing is I'm a guitar player. I'm a worship leader. I've uh, written songs before. I've recorded four albums before. And so I'm not some superstar, but I would say people would probably look at me and say, hey, Jeremiah, you're a good worship leader. You're a good singer. You're those kind of things. And it's kind of funny. I started doing those things in a church that I probably didn't have the right to do it in. I got saved in a little small church, didn't have a guitar player. I just kind of joined the team and just started playing a chord here and there. And then before you know it, I got better. And then before you know it, I got to play for a bigger church and then a little bit bigger church and, and just kind of came like that. So it's always funny when I think back to how I got started in worship leading because it didn't start because I was gifted. It started because I was available. Yeah, God puts a lot of gifts inside of us that like we never know that we had until we start using for him. And some people look and they're like, oh, I can't sing really well. I can't dance really well. I can't do all this really well. But the thing is, once you start doing it for God, he starts bringing out those things inside of you. And he's already given you gifts. And just because you're not like super successful right now doesn't mean that those gifts aren't there. We talked about this in our Wednesday night Bible study. We've been talking about the value of church membership, and we've been going through 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13, and 14. And one of them talks about, those chapters talk about that we're the body of Christ and that we all have a gift. We mm -hmm. all have a part, spiritual gift, physical gifts. Talk on that further. Yeah. Some people think, oh, my gift isn't quite big enough. My gift isn't. I'm not the lead singer on the worship team, so my gift's not as good. But God loves to use all talents. He likes to take the quirky things and make it and use it for God. And it's so cool what God can take those little things you don't even know you have inside of you. And then you start having to use it and church and stuff. And you start realizing that you have all these talents that you never knew that you had before because you're allowing yourself to be used by God. I think the best phrase that you brought up so far powerful, there was a need. I started doing these things because piano, there was a need, you know, in church, yes. there are so many needs. And I believe that there's so many people that have the ability and the talents and the giftings to fill those needs. They're just kind of hanging out or I'm not for sure what they're doing, but there was a need, you know, there in whether it's you go to grace point here or the church that you're a part of, I can guarantee you there is a need in your church and I can guarantee you that God wants to use you to fill a need. And this goes back to the Bible again. We're all a part of the body of Christ. We all have gifts that are supposed to fill the needs that are in the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, 
I'll tell a quick story here. At our old church before we moved and everything, there was this one kid and he claimed he had like no talent. He's like, it just played video games, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, here's what we're going to do. You're going to be the sound guy for the youth group worship team. And that became his thing. He was like, yeah, I'm the sound man. And just doing that need, no one, we had no one else to do the sound. And doing that gave him something, gave him a little talent, a little spark so that he knew that he could do something for God. I'll give you a little secret as a senior pastor. Just look for the needs. Blow your past. You will blow my brains out, literally, if you walk up to me without even asking, like, what do you need? But you see the need and you begin to activate it. And you would come up to me and say, hey, Pastor Jeremiah, I see that you need this and I want to do that. Yeah. What is that? What and and what what are the needs around you in your church? Again, it could be great, whatever it is, because I know there's a lot of you that listen to this podcast, don't, don't go to Grace Point. But what are the needs of your church? And why don't you step up? Why don't you be aggressive? Why don't you take a step of faith? Go to that pastor, go to the leader, youth pastor, children's pastor, and say, hey, I noticed that you need this, and I want to help yeah. fill that need. Yeah, that's really great, because some people think, oh, if I'm not the lead singer up on the worship team, then my gift isn't valued. But whether you're the sound guy or you're up on the stage, every part matters to make the body complete. Yep. Are you available? It's a question mm-hmm. I wrote down as you were talking. Yeah. Are you available? If if God, you know, God isn't going to force you. God isn't going to push you into these areas. God doesn't make you do anything. And one of the things he doesn't make you do is use your gifts. He's not going to force you into that. Are you available? Are you to say, Lord, here I am. I will do anything. I will serve. I will I'll sing. I'll, whatever you want me to do, God, I'm available. Let me pose that question to you. Are you available for God to use? And so I'm going to give a few thoughts leading up to this conversation and any others that you might have, Zoe, as well. But one of the first things that I put in this whole, because again, I want to give you some practical, to me, it's, uh, here's where I struggle a little bit is like, oh, go to the use your gifts class and figure what gifts, out gifts you have. I don't know that, I, I think that's important. I know there's books and there's resources and practical ways to discover our gifts, but a lot of times I think it just kind of flows naturally. Again, for me, I'm kind of using my testimony is that I didn't go to a gifts class. I didn't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't read a book or take a test. I just, well, here, let me say it like this. I just started serving in the church. That's all I started doing. I started going to church all the time and I started serving. Yeah. And I think that's the best thing to do is God will bring out, you just have to take out take that step of faith and God will bring those talents out inside of you that you never knew you had. And some people think, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. But God has given you a voice. He's given you a heart. He's given you so much that you can use for his glory that sometimes you just have to let God use you, even if you're scared. When I first went to North Central University in Minneapolis, the first church I went to was a mega church. It was 3,000 people. My sister-in-law, who wasn't my sister-in-law quite yet, was going to that church, and I went there. And I remember going to this church, and I have no idea why, but some really old guy came up to me and said, young man, do you want to be an usher? And I was like, sure, I'll be an usher. So I was an usher at a mega church. It was awesome. Nice. <laughs> uh, and so I, I was just an usher, you know, I, and I went to church that year and, and I helped out and I did it and I'm just faithful. And I don't know, I didn't get some huge blessing, I guess, per se out of it, but I was just there to serve because yeah. someone asked me to serve. 
Then the next year, I transitioned into doing inner city ministry the rest of my years at North Central, and I started helping out a small. There's, I went from a mega church to a little inner city church, and I was faithful. I showed up yeah. every service. I went Wednesday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. That's pretty rare for a Bible college kid, but I was there every service. And that pastor one day invites me into the office and is like, hey, uh, we want you to be like our uh, associate pastor. And I'm like just a wet behind the ears sophomore in college. I'm like, sure. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll be the associate pastor. And so I helped them out for a year. And then I got married and we were in transition. And then the next church I went to was an inner city church in Minneapolis where I finished my time at, at college and the church there. They're like, hey, do you want to lead worship on Wednesday nights? I was like, Sure. Yeah. I'll lead worship on Wednesday nights. And then I was on the worship team on Sunday morning. And then I did all kinds of weird things. They're like, Hey, uh, we're going to, we got the choir. You want to sing a solo in the choir? I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. So I'm just saying, are you available? Will you say yes? And will you serve? And in some of those areas, listen, I, I discovered what I, you, you'll discover what you like and what you don't like and what you're passionate about and what you're not passionate about. I'm not passionate about choirs. I don't like to <laughs> sing solos in choirs. I will never do that again. But you know what? I was available. I did it. I served. I moved on. Yeah. I mean, I think the church has an opportunity for like anybody. I don't think there's a, there's like no talent God can't use for his glory. And he purposely puts those talents in us to use for his glory. Another thing I would say that I wrote down here in my notes was just try something new. Try something yeah. new. Try if you're in your church and you see there's some way to volunteer or the pastor or the leader is like, we need help doing this. We need help in this area. Step up and do it. Do something maybe you wouldn't normally do. If it's a missions trip, if it's something like that, just try something new. Do something. Yeah, I mean, doing something is better than just sitting there and like, if you think you like have a talent that you cannot use, go to the kids pastor because trust me, kids pastors can pull out all the little talents inside of you that you never knew you had and yep. you'll have a blast doing it. Another thing in terms of this whole trying something new concept is, for example, for me, missions. Now, I didn't, I, you know, I got saved. I went to Bible college. After Bible college, I did an internship in Denver, Colorado. Then I had my first full-time job as a youth pastor it wasn't till I'm trying to add up real quickly in my head. I'm thinking that's four, five, six, seven, maybe six ish years, seven years into my following Jesus until I said yes to going on a missions trip. My first missions trip to Uganda, Africa. And then since then, that has unleashed a whole new realm of serving Jesus that for that six, seven years, I never thought about it. I, it's just because I finally said, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to go on a mission trip. And now I've been on 30 missions trips. I've been to multiple countries. I've gotten to do all kinds of things, places I'd never thought I'd ever go to just because I tried something different. I tried something new. Yeah, I think everyone should try something new for God. Try something, even if it's totally random, like you just pray for someone for no apparent reason, or you just when God tells you to do something or put something little inside of you, like don't just try to hide it. Like use your talent for God because that's what it's there for. Another thing I would say is to chase your passion, chase your passion. Mm -hmm. What are you passionate about? What do you love to do? What, what are the things that, that you are, that you are naturally good at? Cause you know what? There's things 
there are things that I do as a pastor at my job that I'm not naturally good at and I don't want to do, but I have to do them because they're a part of my <laughs> service to the local church. But then at the same time, there are things that I am good at. There are things that I'm passionate about. I, lo- I, love, I love the podcast. I love to open up the computer and turn on my mic and talk and provide content. I, and again, I didn't, you, I didn't do that 10 years ago, but I love to do it now. You know, what are you passionate about? What do you love to do? Whether it's music, whether it's instrumentation, do what you're passionate about. I love the culture that we're in right now in terms of YouTube. That's what I love about the younger generation now is they're, they're doing things that we would never, who would have thought of being a professional full-time YouTuber 10 yeah. years ago? 50, I mean, who would have thought you guys know that I, I love alternative, um, some of the YouTubers I follow are alternative living van dwellers. Uh, you know, they live in crazy, just alternative living. Uh, you know, who, who thought being a van dweller 10 years ago or cruising around the country in a school bus that you convert, you know, just uh, whatever. That's the beauty of our world right now is whatever you put your mind to, your passions, you can use those yeah. to change, literally change the world. Yeah, that's what's really cool. Um, and, you know, you have to let, God used those as well. Chase your passion. What are your passions? Use them for God. If you love, you got a Twitch account. I don't know. You use it to use video games somehow for G, you know, (laughs) whatever it is. I mean, I'm thinking of skateboarders. Like when I was a kid, you know, now there's pro skateboarders that are Christians that use that as a testimony. Mm -hmm. They go to skate parks and do tricks and then they share the gospel or Whatever it might be, I'm mean, just chase your passions and use those gifts. I think the last thing I want to share is before we move on to part two, Gabrielle Johnson shares with on the next episode is that all of your gifts, all of your talents, abilities, all those things, they're supposed to serve Jesus. Yeah, yeah. they're meant to serve people. So your dancing, your drama, your piano, your short sermon, your comedy, those aren't supposed to be for you they're supposed right. to ultimately be to serve other people and you know i'm going to tell you a story when i was little i loved dancing so much and i wanted to do competitive dancing and i i really 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 wanted to do it but you know mom kept saying no and looking back on that i say wow you know that was probably would not have been a good environment for me to grow up in that probably would have not been a good probably not wholesome sport for me to do. But now that I've waited, I've let God develop me. Now I have done, in a way, I've done competitive dancing, but instead of glorifying myself, which would have happened, now I'm glorifying God. And so it's fulfilling. Amen. And the, here, here's the, these, this series is all about using your gifts. I so want you to use your gifts, your talents, and your ability. Because when you do, and not only do you use your gifts, but you use your God gifts mm-hmm. and you use them to serve other people. It is so fulfilling yeah. and life is so much fun. I mean, when you're trying to do it for yourself, like that's when you get it all wrong. When you're trying to do it for yourself, you're just, it's not, you're never going to fill that void. But when you're doing it for God, like there's nothing more fulfilling. Amen. I hope that encouraged you. I hope you'll think about some of those thoughts we threw out there to you. And I hope you're challenged. Are you available? Are you using your gifts for Jesus and to serve other people? Hey, thanks for joining us on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Come back. Part two is coming up with Gabrielle Johnson. It is going to be awesome. We'll talk to you next time.